Karibu AMG Realtors. We have specialized in selling of land across the country in areas like Nanyuki, Naivasha, Nakuru, Juja, Kagunda Road, Malindi and the Abadeas. Contact us today for land investment solutions and have your title deed delivered within 60 days upon completion of payment. SMS AMG to 402-99 or call us on plus 254-748-229-941. AMG Realtors, we don't just deal in land, we deal in value. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Pinterest and SEO Marketing. This is going to be an exciting room because we're going to have some really good talks about seven ways and really seven easy ways you can improve your SEO in 2022. So we're going to have a really good conversation today. It's going to be very closed. Like As you can see, this is a closed room. This is going to be a paid platform. Thank God that we have been able to get to 2.5K members because having 2.5K members means that there's a lot of value we can be able to give you as we're in this room so that you can be able to stay connected and also have a really good time learning about how you can be able to optimize your content. So I'm going to run through seven easy ways that you can be able to improve your SEO today. And this seven easy ways can really improve your SEO tremendously. And when I say tremendously, it's going to change everything that you're doing for your business because there are different things that are going to come along when you're building content. And sometimes you may not get the best results. You may not get the best feedback. You may not get the best, you know, conversions per se. So when you're communicating with your audience, you're really trying to make sure that they understand what you're saying, how you're saying it, and what that is going to do for them the moment they're able to connect with you after the conversation has been able to be communicated through and passed through with some really good te- you know, tips that you can be able to take home. So I'm going to run through the seven easy ways you can be able to improve your SEO in 2022. And I'm going to list them all apart from number seven, and then you can be able to let me know what your thoughts are. This is going to be a closed room, so I'm, I'm so excited because this is going to be something that if you're in this room, you're literally in the, in the vault. <laughs> so I'm so excited that you can be able to be here, and this is going to be a free space, so you can feel free to ask me any questions and stay connected. Hey, Courtney. It's good to see you. If you have some time, feel free to join me. This is a very closed room. So I want us to have a really good conversation today so that in the next few minutes, because this replay, there are no replays here, but if you want to learn more about this, there is a platform that you can be able to get access to this information even after this room is closed. So I'm going to run through all seven apart from number seven. And I'm going to make sure that you have them written down so you know exactly where we're going so you can stay ahead of, you know, this conversation today. So the first one is, hey, Jody, thank you for joining. This is a really closed room. So feel free to join me on stage if you have any questions, because we're going to make this very tight and very short as well. So the first one I'm, I wanted to you know let you know is keyword research, right? 
you want to be able to have keyword research and i'm going to be dropping really good gems for you here so you can literally you know check out those websites check out those links if you have any questions about that that can really help you go a long way so keyword research is very 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 important why because everything on your website has words and every word on your website could either make or break your content now there are some things that you want to pay attention to when you are creating keyword research for your business and here it is when you're thinking about keyword research you're thinking about the search intent what is the intention for my keyword why am i using this word instead of this other word because when you start creating content for people to read to see to contain you know to really have a good you know discussion at some point it's going to be able to give you some some good leeway because when you now talk about how to tie a tie or how to you know wear your makeup in five easy ways you know there are some things that you're going to talk about that people are going to listen to because they want to pay attention to those things as well hey Miriam, thank you for joining you know this is something that you want to be able to do with your keyword research because once you start using your content correctly then it's going to start changing a lot of the way you speak to your audience because every business has a brand voice whether you are chick-fil-a popeyes mcdonald's apple sprint um, at&t delta you know the list goes on and on amazon all of them have as soon as, as i was even mentioning those names you're feeling some type of way because there's a way you connect with that brand on a daily basis on a monthly basis on a yearly basis you may not be with them the whole time but anytime you want to interact with them there's a way that you do it just like when you go to linkedin for example you can't just be on linkedin speaking like you're on facebook you have to speak professionally because you know that people that are professionals are on linkedin you can go on snapchat and you know do all the stuff that you want to do but it's not going to be the same as twitter it's not going to be the same as tiktok so when you're using all these platforms understand your keyword research because once you have content on your website and your website has really good information you can put out this is what starts to happen for your business one you start to see a lot of people driving into your your funnel at the top of the funnel because if someone is searching how to tie a tie there are a thousand ways to do it but the one person that's going to get that click is a person that's going to give them information beyond what they asked for and that's really what i want to talk about today because when you're doing search intent there are four different ways to do search intent number one is through navigational keywords hey what's good shamar it's good to see you here you know we're having a really really amazing quiet room today so i'm so glad that you guys are able to be here and just join the conversation for the next few minutes and definitely feel free to you know leave a message in the chat i see you thank you so much Shamar, for joining as well i was mentioning about four different types of content keyword search intent phrases or you know pathways you can take the first one is informational keywords the second one is navigational keywords the third one 
is commercial keywords and the fourth one is transactional keywords so let me break this down because i want to make sure that you have understanding about this and if you don't understand how you know this is going for you i know the replays are off here because it's a private room but you're gonna have access to this audio in our amazing group because we just hit 2.5k members and towards the end i'm gonna let you guys know how you can access it because from tomorrow we're gonna be able to have access for you to join this amazing membership because yes we're on clubhouse yes we have a good time but i really want to see you guys on zoom i want us to end up having a conference at some point there's so many things i have planned you know for this year so i really want to make sure that people are going to have the best time spent on this platform and i'm so excited that we got to this point in such a short time i started this club last year march and now we're at 2.5k members and i've only done close to about 100 plus rooms so imagine when i do 100 more rooms what's going to happen but i want to do it in a structured way so that everybody feels you know welcome and everyone also feels like they are part of this community because we're all doing this together thank you as well shamar for the congratulations i really appreciate it so when you think about informational keywords right informational keywords just like the way i'm saying it information people are looking for information so if someone is searching online for skincare tips for example that's informational keywords so how do you end up on google search for that keyword you know let's say your business is about beauty and you're doing hair and you're doing different products we've had clients in the past you know who have gone through that route so i can really talk about it even though i don't use them but i have an idea when it comes to the seo part of it and one of the things that i see that really helps is and this is a quick tip and a pro tip too is when you're creating your keywords the title of your headline that headline title is the most important part because if you have beautiful content beautiful pictures beautiful videos but they don't click on that image they don't click on that link there's no way they can find that information right so what you want to do is make sure that you have something like brackets at the end of your i don't even talk about this much because this is like uh we're in a deep 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 section right now so this what you're getting is paid information and for the replays you can be able to have the replays if you want to just you know piggyback on what we've talked about if you have any questions because the things i'll be talking about may be a little bit too deep but you can always have access to it because I'm going to create, you know, avenues for you to ask me those questions online or offline. So when you have those brackets at the end of your title and at the end of that title, you can say, let's say infographic or how to guide or ideas to you know consider or tips for today for today or 2022 update you know those are things that when people look at because they are skimming through this title they're not really reading it they're skimming through it so if they skim through something and they're like aha uh -huh, that's what i'm looking for guess what they're going to click on it when they click on it the first thing they're going to do is read your first line and that first line is so important because you want to answer the question that they asked google so if you're talking about skincare tips and your title is five ways to make your skin look healthy or or you know five ways to glow in the summer for example and then at the end you talk about a how-to guide or three or 2022 resource guide or pdf insight or something like that right when they read that first line that first line should have keywords in them we've talked about keywords so never do any blog never do anything out on the internet without doing keyword research because even the words that you are saying 
are ending up as captions. If you turn on captions here on Clubhouse, you're going to hear and see the captions that are going to be read out to you. So you want those keywords that are transcribed, whether you're on YouTube, whether you're on TikTok, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on Facebook, the rule applies for everyone. Because when you start repurposing content, you're not going to repurpose and then recreate it. You're going to repurpose what you already created. So you want to make sure that when you do it the first time, you do it correctly. And that can give you a lot of leverage going over time. Because when someone clicks on that link and they see looking for the best skincare routine or have you been looking everywhere and you've not found out the best skincare routine for your for your skin here are five steps that we can go through in this article and then you start listing them out point number one point number two point number three in between make sure that you also have a way to grab their email addresses because that way it kind of shows that i won't even say kind of it actually does it shows that the person is interested because information is powerful right and there are over 1.9 billion websites right now out there so how does yours get on top of the feed how does yours get seen here are the ways that you can be able to improve your seo by making sure that that search intent is intentional for the people that you're serving and you're giving them information they can be able to take home because once someone clicks on that link and let's say halfway through they scroll down and they see another link that leads to another article that you did maybe three months ago one week ago maybe you did it five years ago the moment they start clicking on that they're literally ending up in your funnel without you even realizing it or without even them realizing it because you've given them let's say skincare um, tips or routines right and then towards halfway down you're telling them oh here are the skincare products that we have listed in our collection that are ready for the summer 2022 they click on it they go to another blog that you're talking about the five best products that you can use now you've turned it from an informational blog to a transactional blog because they're looking for a result nobody goes on google just to search when people search they're looking for an answer when they find the answer they leave but if they leave knowing that they can come back to you because they saw you the first time and they were able to bookmark your website or opt into your email or purchase something you've been able to create that relationship from that beginning so you want to make sure that those things are taken care of that is informational keywords the navigational keywords can be places to say okay customer login or how to log into wordpress or how to log into wix or something like that that is that is a navigation that's like a gps you're trying to create a map you're trying to create a pathway a guide a blueprint that they can be able to use so that when they finally find the result they're looking for they can thank you for it they can connect with you you know there are some things that you want to start doing as a business that can really help you go a long way and because i'm really you know speaking about this in real time click the link in this room if you have access to click on it, please make sure that you click the link in this room and read the five best SEO marketing tools to drive quality traffic in 2022. Because one of those that are on the list is the one I'm about to talk about next. And you're going to see exactly what I'm talking about in this article because if you've not joined our mailing list, now is the time to do so. Because we don't send out emails every day. We don't want to spam you with information. We want to give you information that's very accurate and at the same time it's well thought through. So the second point here is connecting your Google search console because if you want to create value, if you want to be able to be the best 
in what you're doing as a business, there's some things that you want to start thinking about today because the moment someone actually connects with your content and says, oh, I like this piece of content. I want to actually work with this person. I want to learn more about this person. There's the reason why someone follows you on, on social media. Someone follows you because they found something interesting. Like they don't need to watch five videos to follow you. They can follow you after one video, then they check your stuff out. If it's not resonating, <laughs> they're probably gonna unfollow. But you don't want that to be. You don't want them to unsubscribe after they've subscribed to your content. Usually when someone subscribes on YouTube, the chances of them unsubscribing are very, 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 very slim. And that's because when someone subscribes, they're subscribing because they actually stayed on your website, they stayed on your platform, they stayed on your channel, they stayed on your video to understand something. Because if you tell them, hey, stick to the end of the video or at the end of the video, I'll be here back next week. You're giving them something. You're promising them something. So that promise is where that commercial value comes in. Because now commercially, you're not going to say, for example, buy new shoes or buy Nike shoes or, you know, books to buy in 2022 or personal development books to buy you know you're thinking about them because you've realized that when you look at your analytics which is what we're going to go to it's going to help you a very long way because the worst thing you can do as a business is to talk about something that your audience does not need and you are using your time your energy your money and you're trying to explain something to someone that has no idea of what you're talking about, it's gonna go a really bad way for you because you're not gonna get that time back. Your energy is already spent and definitely you can't be able to recover that after you've spent all that time and resource, especially on a platform that you can be able to repurpose with. So you wanna make sure that even the transactions you're creating, buy now, free trial, discount, here, there, you know, those are things that you want to highlight so that by the time someone is looking at your content and that content is very applicable and someone can feel like, oh, this actually helped me. I actually understood what this person was talking about. They're going to stay. If it makes no sense at all, they're not going to stay because someone has something to do and you're not the only person they have on your on their agenda. So if you want to make sure that they stay, they're sticky, it works out well. Welcome, Kimberly they stay and they're doing things that are really helpful then at some point you'll feel like i'm actually helping someone here i'm actually doing something and i'm going to give you real real life examples that i've done that i've seen results in because at the end of the day anyone that will tell you on clubhouse or any other platform when you ever ask oh how do i get the best content out usually the answer that comes out the most is test 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 your content a b test it you can even ABC test it. Understand the, the variables, understand those dynamics because you can be one color away from a conversion. You can be one word away from a conversion and you won't even know it if you don't test. So those things are very important for you to factor in. So the second point is connect to your Google search console. Now, this is something that sounds like, okay, yeah, I gotta connect it. If you're listening to this discussion, you're in a paid platform, you're in a paid room because for you to join this room, you have to apply to join. And the people who are already members of this club are gonna have access to it because on the mailing list, we're gonna have three tiers for you to be able to access this replays, this resources, this workshops, and all that is gonna be discussed at the end because I've only talked about one price in the 
Facebook group where we have been growing. We're close to 300 members now. I'm so, so excited for this because it started off just as as an idea and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna run with it and eventually people started connecting. So I'm so glad that we're able to have a community of Clubhouse, on Clubhouse. It's just a beautiful experience because a lot of people come back and say, hey, I listened to what you said, I applied it, it worked. Some people say it didn't work for me, maybe they need some more time to understand it. Some people tell me after six months, oh, I finally understood what you were talking about. And it takes time, everyone is on a different journey. So you can't force anyone to do anything they don't wanna do. But what you can do, is spark that interest. You can be able to inform them. You can be able to nurture them. So these are the things I want to talk about so you can learn and grow so that by the time you want to apply it, you're not looking on Google trying to figure out what to start doing because you already have all that in your arsenal. So you want to connect your Google Search Console. And why is this? When you connect your Google Search Console, after you've done your keyword research, for example, if you have a Wix website, before you even connect your Google Search Console, they're gonna ask you about different keywords that you want to use for your website. And those keywords, you can always change them, but you're gonna see how much traffic that's gonna to bring to your sitemap. Now, when you connect your Google Search Console, that means that you have a website somewhere. That means that you have content somewhere. That means you have a brand. That means you have, a, you have some type of audience that is listening to you that is connecting with you whether whatever platform you're on even now with tiktok if you're looking for tiktok um, videos can be found on google search if you google search a video and you type in let's say digital marketing tiktok you can find tiktok videos in your google search so it's getting smarter it's really getting smarter so you need to think about your content your copy your captions how do you structure this out and how do you create this for yourself? Welcome, Hillary. It's good to see you. When you connect your Google Search Console, that's not the end of it, right? Because some people just connect it, set it, forget it, and they don't come back. What you want to do is check your Google Search Console at least once a month or at least once a quarter. I check mine at least three times a week just because I want to know what are people looking at. I released an article about Pinterest versus Instagram which one is best for business. I put it out on LinkedIn and I also put out a poll and that poll is still going on. If you check out my LinkedIn profile, you can be able to see it there. So you want to be able to see how you want to connect it. And I was actually doing it so randomly. Welcome Chantrell. I hope I said your name correctly. And um, I was actually, I was getting something. There's a really cool spot. You know, I don't know if you guys love burgers, but I do. I don't eat them all the time, but when I have a chance to, I do. And I found this really nice shrimp burger yesterday that I was like, I, ha I gotta have it. So when I was waiting for my order to be, you know, delivered to me and I was at the restaurant, I literally went on LinkedIn because I was just waiting. I was like, what can I do between now? I'm waiting for 10, 15 minutes. And I literally got there, put out the article on my company profile on LinkedIn work and play entertainment, repurposed it to my profile, my LinkedIn profile. And then I added a poll on top of it and then repurposed it back to the company profile. And by the time I left, there was like one vote. At the end of the day, yesterday, there were three votes. The last time I checked this morning, because I woke up really early this morning on like 5.30, hit the gym, worked out, and I have a meeting after this. So I wanted to make sure I really maximized my day fully. So I put this in here so we can have a really good conversation. And by the time I looked at my, my phone, we had about 11 votes and I asked them a simple question. I was like, guys, welcome Mo. 
I asked them, what is better for you? Is it Instagram business or Pinterest business? And to my surprise, not really a surprise, but I kind of expected it because I've done a poll before on Reddit and I kind of got the same response. And only one person said Pinterest business. The rest of them, the other 10, that's what I know now. I've not checked it yet, but everybody else said Instagram business is great. So that got me wondering, it's either they don't know how to use Pinterest business or they've tried it and it didn't work out for them or they didn't even try it at all because they only used, you know, using Instagram. And that's totally fine because my goal is to make sure that businesses start Pinterest as a business because you can get up to 33% of referral traffic, meaning by this time next year, two years, three years, God willing, and your content is still out there, your domain is still active, your website is still fresh, your piece of content that came from an image, from a video, can still be watched, can still be read, because I go on Pinterest and I can still find an article from 2013. I found an article from 2020 just a few hours ago. And you'll find articles going on and on. And when 2022, we're in March right now. So by December, you'll probably start seeing some articles from 2022. Because right now we're in March and I see some articles from 2020 or 2021 to tell you that your content is going to become evergreen. So every time you update your content on your website, you're always going to have information to carry over. So the LinkedIn idea I gave you is a really good plan that you can think about for yourself because when you put out a poll, you put out the link and you've only done this once. All I've done is make one article and I did this article before the daylight savings turned. Um, that was on March 12th. That was one day before March 13th. And what I did is, I it was a Saturday. Yeah, it was a Saturday. And I completed it. I did the whole SEO on it. So I know that in six months from now, probably even less, because I've seen articles that rank in four months. So I've already like given myself a booster. And I know by July, June, July, August, around that time, my article will start picking up. And when you look at your Google search console, how you can tell that your content is actually working and is actually improving is when you look at your performance tab, right? In your performance tab, there are four options you have. There's total clicks, there's total impressions, there's your click-through rate, and there, and I mean, it's like an average click-through rate, and then there's your average positioning. Now, statistics report that on average for B2B businesses, you have a click-through rate average of about 2.2%. So if you're above the threshold, that means you're doing really, really well because for one person to click on your Google result on Google as the first place could be up to 30%, 33%. So imagine everybody's scrambling for that Google number one position, which sometimes is hard to get because I want to be very realistic with you. It's very hard to get there, but it's also very possible to get there if you're really thinking about it. Because if you end up on a featured snippet or on the news tab or on the Google images tab, and you have images in your article, you have videos from YouTube embedded into your article, you have Pinterest pins that are already on your article, then that's a good signal for Google to crawl your website, index your content, and you know boost it up the algorithm. Now with Instagram, they just got a new um, update recently that, and I know it's been talked about recently, but they're gonna change it to a chronological feature. So your feed is gonna change very soon. So there's so much happening 
and you're like, oh, I have to change my 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 strategy. I have to change this. I have to change that. Yet, the lifespan of a blog is two years. So if you can rank in four months or in six months, and you do it once a week, and you're just going to all these other social media channels to repurpose your content daily, weekly, monthly, you're winning because social shares do a lot of great justice to your business. Because if you're on a Facebook page, if you're on your YouTube page, if you have a Twitter account, if you're on TikTok, if you're on YouTube, which we all are at some point, and you have content that you're you know, posting out, connecting and connecting with the people that are on there, eventually, Google is gonna see that. Three months from now, six months from now, Google is gonna index that. So if you're not thinking about the results and you're not thinking about, oh, I wanna rank number one on Google, don't think about that. Think about how many people can I help with this piece of information that I have today. And if you can do that consistently, trust me, by the time you look at your Google Analytics or your Google Search Console a year from now, what you're going to realize is that the purple line, which is total impressions, goes up. Let me give you a quick analogy. On Instagram or LinkedIn or even Twitter, right? When you look at your post and you're like, oh, my post is going viral. What are the things that you look out for? What are the metrics that you look out for? You look at the impressions. You look at the reach, you look at how many people have saved it, you look at how many people have shared it, you look at the comments, you look at, and, and don't leave any comments unanswered, by the way, on Instagram. If you have a comment, even if it was a year ago, go and respond to that comment because comments are part of engagement. So don't just say, oh, my post went viral and I can't respond to all those 500 comments. At least comment on a few and highlight a few so that people can read your comments and connect. Like on TikTok, comments really really rock like if you leave a comment on tiktok that makes sense that actually helps the, the video even push further then you're doing something good to the community on pinterest if you leave a comment which most people don't do so if you're doing it then you're the one percent of the one percent because you're gonna get that gratification you're gonna get that engagement you're gonna get that reaction and by the time you look at your impressions on your google search console your purple the purple line which is total impressions is going to scale up so when you see something scaling up when you have more impressions on on instagram it means you're reaching more people it means you're going to get more likes it means you're going to get more comments so when you do that you want to make sure that you're telling them subscribe you know like share comment below you know let me know what you think because when you do that, it helps a lot of people to feel like, okay, this person is actually speaking to me. Imagine if you post, let's say, eight pieces of content in a week, which is a lot, but it's really possible too, especially if you're on TikTok or if you're on Instagram and you're posting it and everybody's commenting, you're seeing a lot of comments and you leave them all dry. Guess what? At some point, you're going to get crickets because... People are spending time to leave a comment and you can't even thank them for leaving a comment. That is bad for business. If you think about customer service and you hear my pleasure, you already know where that's coming from. I don't even have to mention the brand because you've attached some type of connection with your consumer knowing that there's something you want to be able to do for them that by the time they think about you when they're hungry or when they want to think about something they come back to you so leave your comment and pinterest is great for that too because when you leave a comment there's a date stamp so someone can leave a comment in 2016 respond in 2017 
leave a comment in 2018 2019 2020 2021 2022 and those comments are gonna stick there there are some comments that I see that I, I left like probably a year or two ago and people are still reacting to them today so once you start seeing that it helps your business really really grow and I love what Shamara is also saying in the room chat as well that you know engagement is so key and you need it for your content and I love that you're going back to your old comment your old content and commenting on the videos because when you engage with them you're like you said you're training them you're training them you're nurturing them if you get an if you send an email and you don't get any responses there's something wrong with your email there's something wrong with your copy there's something wrong with your content maybe they're not the right audience maybe they're not in need of this so if you're trying to sell something don't sell them and just sell them anything sell the story because when you sell the story you're tapping into an emotional psyche you're tapping into a psychological framework you're tapping into something that is going to help them because when i hear your story and your story is empowering it feels i'm like oh i'm not alone in this it helps and when you do that over time it's going to help a lot of people feel like this person is connecting with me not everyone on facebook or instagram or twitter or linkedin or pinterest or tiktok is gonna follow you or like your stuff or buy your stuff yeah you can have a million followers but are you gonna have a million dollars are you gonna have a million likes are you gonna have a million saves those things are great right that it feels good everybody wants to feel like a million dollars everyone wants to feel great there's even songs that have been done like that you know you want to feel good but here's the thing if you're not consumer centric if you're not consumer focused if you're not consumer based you're not going to be able to get those metrics you're looking for because when you sell your story and tell someone how you feel they'll be like I, that happened to me yesterday oh this what happened to me and, and, and my kids or something like this like something will come out of their mouths and they will say something that you'll feel like wow I didn't know this because if you didn't say it, they would have never said it because there was no context to support what they were gonna say. So if you create that avenue and allow them to feel like, okay, I feel like this person is talking to me, then this is where that mindset starts to create that framework. Like for example, in this club, Pinterest and SEO marketing, I started this club March 6, 2021. And I started off with one member, two members, three members, and I was like, I was good. Like right now we're in a closed room and I'm happy that we're doing this because I'm going to do more of this room. So if you're not following this club, please make sure you follow it. And if you have this information and you want to check out the replays, there's going to be more information that's going to come to you in the email. You know, so just sign up, click the link in my Instagram profile if you want to be able to join the exclusive list for this club and just get get connected. Because yes, you can listen to me all day long. I don't even want to talk for the whole day. I want to help you get somewhere. Like I want us to come back here and you're like, oh, I heard you talk about this last week and I did this for my business and it helped me get there. You know, I love the communication and what we hear when we hear the stories. And that makes me feel like someone is listening. If one person is listening and I'm talking to a thousand people, I'll keep talking because that one person can talk to another person that can talk to another person. And that's how you have referral businesses. Some people have run businesses on almost 100% referral base. You know, so when you think about the consumer, think about the customer, tell them your story, engage with them, leave some room for them to comment, leave some room for them to actually do something about it. Then eventually you're going to feel like, oh, now I can get my audience. Now I can be able to know what my Pinterest taste graph looks like or what it feels like. 
you know what are their interests i get to know oh they love quotes okay i'm going to do more quotes okay they don't like green they like yellow okay i'm going to do more of yellow you know they don't like blue they like red okay i'm going to use red as my call to action you know those are things that are going to help you feel like you're connecting with them because every time you're growing you're learning something new and I love what you said, Shamara, too, because, you know, strategic storytelling is very important because you don't want to overload them. You don't want to over deliver and then underperform. It's it's very bad because someone is going to remember that forever and they're going to be like, well, I, I gave you a chance and you didn't do anything about it. So when you stay connected, you want to make sure that that really resonates and really comes from your heart. It comes from that perspective of I want to help a lot of people. And helping people without expecting anything back is the best way to do it. Because if you're expecting them to say, oh, I have 100 people in my audience now and all of 100 people are going to pay for it, you're losing the audience at that very moment because you're not even, you don't even know what they're doing. You don't know where they are. You don't know what their situation's like. So when you're solving a problem, you're solving it at the position where you can stand from a 30,000 feet view or foot view and say, okay, I can see your problem. I can solve it. Are you ready to take this? Are you ready to do this challenge? Yes. If you're ready, let's go. If you're not ready, you can come back. You know, those are things that you want to make sure that they feel comfortable because you don't want to force someone to do something they don't want to do. I mentioned that before. So connect your Google search console. Be very specific about how you're helping people and then connect your site map. That's something for a whole, that's another conversation for another day. I'm going to be having very, very good rooms that are going to be like this, closed rooms, so that if you're in this club, I want to make sure I can connect with you either via the back channel or through email or through the Facebook group or through the podcast. You have access to me. You have access to my information. You have access to what I'm talking about because when you start paying for stuff, you start paying attention to it. And the moment you start paying attention to it, it's going to take you really, really far. You're going to start really growing and expanding your business. So I have a question from Shamara that says, do you connect your Google console to your funnels or just your blog site? That's a very good question. The answer to this is that you connect your Google search console to your website because the sitemap is where you're going to start getting pages ranked. So Google does not like the SEO terms, right? Google does not rank your website. Google ranks your web page and you can be ranking for three different articles at on three different industries or three different things that you're talking about as a business semantically you know connecting all of them together and when you think about your blog post now that blog post has been connected to the sitemap and every time you post something new let's say you updated your article today and you wrote it last year Google is going to crawl it, index it, and, you know, rank it up the algorithm. Those are the three major steps. There is crawling, indexing, and algorithm. That's what SEO really stands for. Not search engine optimization, but what it actually does. So it crawls your website. Anything that is new, it's going to crawl it. If something has been updated, it's going to index it. And then there's going to be some type of way that it's going to go back to the algorithm. And then that's how you end up first on Google, second on Google, third on Google, on the third page, on the first page. So that's how it gets there. But you want to make sure that your Google search console is connected to your website. And there's a way you can, it's literally a plug and play. It's not, it's, and they make it so easy. You just have to copy the record, go to your website, whether you're using Wix, Squarespace, you know, Shopify, connect it. And once it's connected, you don't have to connect it again. Your sitemap, once you connect it once, you don't have to connect it again. 
so you can focus on what I'm about to give you on the third topic which is content marketing so Shamaya I'm glad that you got that you're most welcome content marketing is very important welcome Alistair and welcome Priya thank you so much for joining today so content marketing is very important because we've been talking about branding keyword research how do you get people to connect with your business what do you even do with your business so when they find you they don't feel like they are they are stuck because there's one thing about being stuck and people don't like to be stuck i don't like to be stuck i like to know what am i doing with my business how am i connecting with my audience what am i going to say how am i going to say it so when i say it i say it in a way that is actually helpful so content marketing is very important because you can use content marketing with your infographics, with your blog, you can do it with your course, you can do it with your case studies. These are very important things to factor in because for me, I'll give you an example because I told you I'm going to give you guys examples today. Content marketing has really helped because my podcast, right? I started a podcast 2019, August 12th, yeah, 2019. I'm very good with dates. And when I started this podcast, I was a little bit like frustrated like on the downside cuz I was like am I really doing this cuz I've been doing music for a long time like I'm a self-taught drummer and I'm a songwriter so I'm like how do I apply music into podcast like what's my alter ego going to look like so I said you know what I want to connect with people this was even before social audio came out and I was like I have a strong urge and a feeling that I need to fulfill something and help people in a way that they just need to listen to what I'm saying and that can help them and solve their problems. I don't need to you don't need to be a client with you know for us to you know have a conversation. I really want to make sure I can serve a lot of people at the same time or simultaneously. So I started this podcast. I actually started a podcast the first time and then I don't know what happened. The link got broken and I and my my podcast crashed. I started it again. So some when I saw that happen I was like oh this is a sign that something big is coming because I was not even thinking about monetization I was not thinking about SEO I was just saying I need a microphone and I need to record that's it I was not even thinking about the other metrics so I started the podcast and to today I've been able to connect with so many people I'm talking about over 36 countries like when I say I have visited more countries than I have traveled <laughs> it is a fact because there are people that I've connected with all over the world and I see what they've done one of the people I connected with was like hey I want to just send you my book I gave them my mailing address and they sent me a book this morning I got an email from someone from Singapore who wants to do a podcast with me so I have to schedule some time because of the time zone so these are things that I'm just literally doing just to help people it's all conversation it's all conversation i'm not trying to sell anybody anything it's just hey this is what we're talking about this is what you need to do and this is how you're going to do it once you do that consistently eventually when you give you receive you get things back you know when you tithe when you when you give when you help people that's an act of faith because when you're doing it you're not expecting anything to come back you're expecting something but you don't know who where how when it's going to come from but what you did at that point is going to help a lot of people and what you do and and it's very true you know how you make people feel is really a very very important thing to think about because when you make people feel a certain type of way they remember you for a lifetime some people come and say hey you changed my life you talked about this and it sparked some interest into me and it helped 
before I moved out of where I was to where I am now, there's somebody who was my neighbor and he came to me and he, he was like, his name is Justin. And he was like, favor, I remember when I was moving in and I asked you to help me bring my couch out. He was moving his stuff in from the U-Haul and I was literally just walking and he was like, hey, can you help me move my couch into my home? And I said, yes, today we're in 2022. I did this in 2020. Like somebody can forget that. That is so easy to forget. But the person that I did it for remembered. He's like, yo, you're moving out. Oh man, it's good seeing you. I remember when that like, you helped me with my couch. It was just the other day. Like these are conversations that when people think about you, they think well of you. So when you're putting out your content, you're commenting, you're listening to them, you're responding, you're actually listening. It goes a long way because no one wants to do business with someone that has that doesn't have their time. And all businesses, relationships, all the biggest deals that have happened, it all boils down to communication. If I can't tell you what I'm going to give you, there's no way I'm going to receive it because I didn't expect it. So you want to stay connected and you want to stay on top of those things. So it's very important. And I love what you said, Shamar, too. That's that's what your content does. And it enters rooms before you do. That is that is life right there. <laughs> that is so much life right there. And guys, if you have any questions, feel free to raise your hand or you know leave a comment in the room chat so that we can stay connected because I have about 15 more minutes, actually 10. I'll keep it to 10 minutes so that we can really be succinct and we can close this out. But as I'm speaking about content marketing, understand these things because when you start a podcast, you start a blog, you start a website, you have a product, maybe it's selling, maybe it's not. There's some SEO that you have to fix. Maybe there's some things that you need to plug in. Most of the time people say, oh, I don't have time. But the people who don't have time have money. The people who have money may not have time. The people who may have time may also have money. The people who may not have time may also have money. So you don't know what quadrant you're going to fall into. But you want to make sure that the people you're connecting with at some point is going to resonate. So even as you're in this room, click the link in this room so you can be able to sign up to this Pinterest and SEO marketing club. And you also have a peek at this Pinterest marketing course, which I have available for you. This club started after this course was complete because I didn't start this club until I made sure I completed my milestone and achieved it. So join the mailing list so you can be able to get all this amazing information because when I send out an email about this membership that we're going to be able to start, I'm so excited because the same way I started something small and I love starting things small. I just love seeing things grow. I'm an early adopter. So I just love things. I love it when I see a tree grow. I love it when I see like something you planted a year ago become like a huge thing that's helping everybody and you're creating different verticals. That's how it goes. So when you're creating your content marketing strategy and your pillars, be very mindful of those things. Be very mindful of how you're able to help people over time. Now, the fourth one and I'm going to run through four, five, six, seven quickly. The fourth one is call to action. Everything I've talked about, there is a call to action. When you have a video, an infographic, a blog, a podcast, a website, whatever it is, a course, have a call to action and make sure your call to action is either one or two. Have a primary call to action, have a secondary call to action because when you have those two, it helps. For example, a primary call to action could be share this with your loved ones or share this with someone who needs this then a secondary call to action could be sign up for my exclusive list so you can get more videos like this that could be a really good way for you to stay connected with people because when you have a call to action you're, you're actually creating that action as it's happening because if there's no call to action they're gonna leave even the people who have 
huge millions of subscribers on YouTube, they still say subscribe. They still say like because you've not been able to reach all the people in the world. So you having a million subscribers or a million followers, there's still a lot of millions and billions of people you've not connected with. So everyone that comes to your connection and literally hears you say that over and over again, it's going to stick. One of my aunties, she told me this very long time ago, like years ago talking decades and she said when you say something seven times it sticks and when you do it with seven times implementation it even sticks even more like when you write something down and you're revising remember you're like writing a course or maybe let's say you're revising for an exam or you're trying to remember something if you say it seven times and you're very focused you're very like zoned in it can go a really long way for you. So think about those things when you think about a call to action. And yes, Shamari, you're right. Call to action is so important. If, if you have content that has no call to action, just delete it. <laughs> because there's no point of you having that call to action anyways if you didn't have content to support it. But make sure that your call to action is strong. It's strong. It's really, really demanding. Because when someone sees that call to action, they can do it. And call to action also depends on color that's a whole different conversation for another day so just make sure that you are very focused and i love what you said tomorrow too yes you gotta delete it because if you don't delete it it's gonna be there and it's taking up space so or you go there and edit it and create you know functions for it so that you can be able to allow people to connect with it if you have a blog if you're using instagram for business take that information go to your blog and post it out so that people can connect with you so that call to action is important for your business Number five, compress your images. I cannot express this any further. Have you ever gone to a place where there's no network and you're trying to load something and it doesn't load? That is because the person who probably has that website, it's either your network or the person who uploaded that information on that content platform uploaded images that are maybe over one megabyte, two megabytes, three megabytes. So make sure that you are able to compress your images. I'm going to throw out some really good tips so that you guys can check this out because this is a paid area. This is a paid space. So, and why I say it that way is because when you listen to the replay and you're paying for this stuff, you're going to pay attention to it. You may listen to it now, but three months from now, you may actually apply it because there's a way you can be able to go back and reference it. So you can go to compressor.io. That's one of the platforms you can use. You can also have something called Handbrake. If you've never heard of those two platforms, that's for image and for video. So when you compress your images and you upload it, nothing more than 500 kilobytes, you could probably even do less than that or more than that, but you don't want to get into the MBs because when you get into the megabytes, boy, oh boy, it's going to be crazy. People are going to be loading it. It's going to be like stuck in the middle. You don't want to have that because... It just helps people to just stay connected. So those are things that you want to use, those two platforms. And yes, I'm glad that you used that to Shamar because Handbrake, it works. It really, really helps. And if you're sending like we transfer files or transfer now files or, you know, files that are big, you want to make sure that you have really, really good content. So a question came in. When do you compress your images? Doesn't it lower the quality? Good question. Compressor.io there are two types of formats. There's lossy formats and there's lossless formats. And you want to use a lossy format. It's just like when you upload something to WhatsApp, like the, the compression of the images gets bad because it's literally truncated. But if you're using a platform like Compressor.io and let's say you have a, a five megabyte 
picture that you just uploaded from or maybe you extracted from your camera and you go to you know compressor to io and you choose lossy format you're going to be able to notice that once you do that you're going to retain the same quality but you're going to reduce the size by a margin because when you reduce the size of your image you're making it easier for people to to see it and you're not losing the quality because quality is really important because if you have bad quality like bad audio quality bad video quality no one's going to watch a movie with bad audio like the video could be 4k 8k but if the audio is terrible no one's going to watch it because it's hurting your ears so when you think about good quality images videos audios make sure that it's very well compressed so that when someone is compressing that image or you're uploading it to an email it's not taking too you know taking too long to load as well so i hope that answered your question too number six you want to be able to use extensions now these extensions are like ClickFlow. i've talked about ClickFlow before it's a serp tool you can also use conductor that's also a, a, a chrome extension you can be able to use to just understand what's going on and if you want to get more information because under this episode you're going to see more resources so i'm just literally giving you like a few ones but there's so much more like this it's like a like a candy store <laughs> you guys can get so so much information and know how to use them because yeah you can get them you can take it but at some point you don't want to overload your system you don't want to overload your process you just want to make sure that you have the best content for the best people as well so Make sure that you compress your images and make sure that you're using those platforms like ClickFlow so that when you're using your keywords like we talked about or the Google search console or your content marketing, you have a really good structure as well. The last one that I wanted to save, which will shock you, you know, people have still, you know, thought about Pinterest and they're like, I don't know how to use Pinterest, but Pinterest SEO is going to be one way to improve your SEO in 2022. And yeah, you've probably heard it before, but I'm going to go a little deeper in one minute. So if you use Pinterest for business and you have a board and that board is keyworded and the descriptions in there, then you're going to start creating content that by the time someone finds your content years from now, months from now, days from now, you can still stay relevant because Pinterest is the most evergreen content platform, visual search engine that you can be able to use on Instagram. You can post five times a day once a week you know you can really be putting out content because i know everybody posts on instagram but imagine not posting on instagram and you're still getting followers you're still getting likes you're still getting saves you're still getting shares that means that your post is not it's not about the it's not about the post it's about how you connect with people in that community someone like um his name is cabby I probably butchered the name, but I don't know if I'm right. But his name is Cabby, the guy that's on TikTok, on Instagram. You know, he's a really funny guy. You know, he doesn't even talk. He just uses actions and, and that's it. If you look at his Instagram, he only has like 253 plus or minus, you know, posts. He doesn't have to create a thousand posts for you to like him. But because he's repurposing content from one platform to the other and people are looking for content that they're sharing, it goes a very long way. So those are things that you want to do by the time you're using it and you're on platforms like Pinterest and you have a website, you've literally covered step one, step two, step three, step four, step five, step six, and then step seven, you're using Pinterest as the launching pad. Trust me, every piece of content that you have on your website will generate conversations will generate conversions will generate sales because 
you've placed it on a platform that can really skyrocket your information to the next point so don't just think about pinterest and you're like oh yeah i don't know how to use pinterest if you want to learn how to use pinterest come to me join the facebook group join this club join the mailing list because i'm going to be doing some live conversations this is like the first private room i've done in a very long time and now that we've hit 2.5k members i want to be able to do this even better so what i'm going to be doing very soon is i'm going to be going live like i used to on facebook there's a facebook group if you want to join the facebook group make sure that you just type in pinterest and seo marketing on facebook and you'll find the club there you'll find the group there all the information is all there for you to see and then once you see that and you start seeing what I'm going to be sharing my screen on, I'm going to show you how to create boards, how to create pins. I'm going to show you how to use Pinterest, how to use your Google search console. So I'm literally listing out all this stuff for you, but it's going to get deeper so that by the time you're in this club and you're in this room and let's say you don't have time to listen, you can always go back and watch the video because once the video is done on Facebook, it's going off the platform and into the vault where people can be able to pay for that. So make sure that you have this just at the back of your mind because I'm going to be doing more rooms like this. And this was a very, very eventful room. I thought I was going to be the only one because when you see closed rooms, it's like nobody's there. But I'm so glad that you guys were able to join and be here with me today. Maryam, Shamara, Hillary, Kimberly, Courtney, Chantrell, and Mo, you guys are all appreciated. I really appreciate you guys for being here. I hope this seven steps helped you. I hope this was eventful. I hope this was something that you can take home and literally listen to it because the replays are off. So you won't be able to have access to this or listen to it unless you're now in the membership. And that's going to be available once I send out the email tomorrow because March 25th, which I literally had a goal. I said by March 25th, and I said this about two weeks ago, I was like, by March 25th, we're going to have 2.5K members. I didn't know how it was going to happen. I didn't know who was going to do it, but we hit it literally a day before. So when I create milestones, I'm really specific on those milestones. So tomorrow, if you want to get that email, click this link in the room so you can be able to have access to the email tomorrow. You can get all the plans that will be available for you. All the questions will be answered and this can definitely help you go a very long way. Thank you, Chantrell, for for, for mentioning that I really appreciate it and I'm glad that you're able to get some information today so with that said I really appreciate you guys till we meet again I'm going to be having another room here on Clubhouse and I want you guys to be here this is going to be a, a I'm going to be here tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern and just tap on the bell because it's going to be another closed room I'm going to be doing more closed room than open rooms in this club because I actually like this better because I can actually be free. I can speak out because I know that their replays are off. <laughs> That's just one thing I'm happy about. So with that said, thank you all so much for being here and for joining today's conversation. Till we meet again, God bless. Have a wonderful Thursday. Enjoy your day out there. Be safe and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a wonderful day. Take care. Bye for now.